Welcome to Leasing Out Loud, the podcast that is your information source for all things commercial real estate. We are your hosts, Lorraine Spindler and Lori Suba, and we're commercial real estate brokers with Scout Real Estate. We're excited that you're here and hope that you'll join us each episode as we explore the ins and outs of Calgary's commercial real estate market. Welcome back, everyone. You're listening to Leasing Out Loud, episode number 10 with Lori and Lorey. Thanks for joining us again. We appreciate you tuning in. And we are mixing it up a little bit this week, Lorey, given the restrictions in terms of distancing and staying away from others. Mm -hmm. We are. It's early December, so we're doing what we can to limit our interactions. We're doing our part, and we're recording this separately today, which is a little different. Yeah, it's usually if we're just interviewing a third party, we dial them in. And now we're looking at each other across the Zoom, so this is exciting. Yeah. So our topic today is an interesting one. It's all around ceiling heights in the industrial properties. And this came from a listener. Is that right, Lorraine? Yes. They're just wondering why the ceiling heights keep getting higher and higher as they construct new buildings. Good question. And maybe before we sort of get to where we are today, let's look back in the rear view and see where we were. So I know we see a lot of the lower ceiling heights kind of in the very central market, but maybe let's talk a little bit about historically what that's looked like. Sure. So to give some background, you know, if you were looking at a map of Calgary, Starting in the southeast, the oldest industrial areas are Burns Land, for example, which is near the Stampede Grounds. Yeah. So most people know that landmark. Then there's Highfield and Manchester and Fairview. And the landmark near there is Chinook Mall. But all the industrial is essentially east of McLeod Trail in the southeast. Then if you go north, one of the older areas up there is called Greenview Industrial. And if you were to look up Citizens Brewing, for example, they're on 35th Avenue Northeast and up in the north, it's essentially Center Street. That's the landmark, the divider and anything east of Center Street is where you find the industrial areas in the north. Gotcha. So back in the 60s, this was slightly before our time, Mm -hmm. Lorraine. They were not going as high in terms of ceiling heights. It was what, like around 12, 14 Yeah, there's lots of those buildings in those central markets, 12 feet, some of them up to about 16 feet, but that was about as high as they got back in the 60s. But over time, kind of each decade, they've continued to get higher. So in the 80s, you saw it kind of get to the 18, 19 feet. In the 90s is where it got into the low to mid 20s. Okay. And it was right around the year 2000 or the late 90s. 2000 is where 28 foot clear became the latest and greatest. And that you'll find as you go further east into Foothills Industrial. So Barlow Trail and Glenmore, you'll find a lot of that vintage of product where it was then 28 feet clear. Mm -hmm. So around that time is also where Calgary has a growing trend of becoming like a distribution and logistics hub. So there's been a lot of media on that lately, but the trend really started about 20 years ago, just with our proximity to Vancouver and Northern Canada and the States. So we see more warehouse distribution buildings that have been constructed than say Edmonton, for example. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So 28 foot clear became the greatest then. And it was about 10 years ago where 32 foot clear then was introduced. And within the last 24 or so months is where Calgary saw 
its first two speculative construction buildings at 36 foot clear. And we mean spec when we say a developer constructed those buildings based on their plan without a tenant in place. So they're building it and they'll lease it later. Mm. Now, Lorray, obviously over time, we're seeing the ceiling heights increase. You talk about Mm -hmm. it being for distribution. I'm assuming then that landlord was hopeful that the 36 foot clear would really appeal to a distribution user, right? Yes, because those are the types of users that if they can rack as much goods as possible, the higher they go, the less actual warehouse footprint they need, which is your rentable area. So they're really a cubic foot user that sees the value in going higher, going as high as they can. Interesting. Now, obviously there's factors that they have to weigh in though when they're going high, right? Like in terms of racking, Mm -hmm. there's different variables that come into play. Is that right? Yes. And we won't pretend to be an expert in this field because there's actually, there's racking consultants now. This has become an increasingly complex (laughs) area and there's racking consultants that you hire. It's a job. It is. (laughs) And just as a funny note, this is really quite funny. I have to share this. So we were talking about this episode and planning this episode. Mm -hmm. And Lorraine, you were talking with your husband, who is a civil engineer. Yes. And you had proposed interviewing a racking consultant for this podcast, which I love. (laughs) But your civil engineering (laughs) husband thought that it may be a bit dry. So (laughs) we had to laugh about that one. You know, I don't (laughs) think your listeners need that much detail. (laughs) So we're sticking. I think you can keep it high level. We're sticking high level today, guys. But yeah. basically, I guess it depends on what the goods are that you're racking, right? Like the weight of the goods. Yes. Flammability. You know, there's materials like tires that they deem very flammable, and sometimes you need in rack sprinklers, not just the building being sprinklered. So right. there's that, and then how thick is the floor? So kind of the newest warehouses are eight inch concrete. But the older ones, they all have a floor rating. So, you know, if you're storing foam mattresses, that's a whole lot different than tires or like heavy building materials like stone. Tile. Yeah. Yeah. So you can only go so high depending on the actual product that you're storing. Right. And probably would need to engage those exciting consultants in terms of racking when it comes time. If you're a distribution company and you're looking to store goods, you'd want to make sure that you can rack to the highest possible. Yeah. And whether you can go that high and if you really need that building and that amount of ceiling height. Yeah. Those are important people to get engaged for sure. That sounds good. But there are obviously benefits to having those older warehouse buildings, right? Like we look in the central market, it's not as if suddenly landlords or owners are demolishing these old warehouses and building new 36 foot clear properties, right? right? There's value Mm -hmm. in those buildings. Yeah, there really is. I think it's important for us to highlight that because the central market, you and I both experience a variety of industrial users, which the real neat thing about industrial is the variety of the uses and the companies that can Mm -hmm. be operating in a warehouse. So it's not all warehouse and storage and distribution of goods. There's a lot of other businesses that can operate. And so we've seen higher ratio of office build out. So real like flex kind of users that Mm -hmm. they might be an engineering firm and they might have a lab in the back. Mm -hmm. Those can still see a lot of value in those lower ceiling heights. Mechanics, Mm -hmm. for example, or welders, indoor recreation. You know, we see these sporting clubs. So depending on the sport, they can utilize the 12 feet, no problem. Right. Yeah. And then also quasi retail. 
I think we're seeing a lot of that trend. So some real artistic or funky, you know, furniture manufacturers, Mm -hmm. and they might have a larger showroom and then have a warehouse in the back. There's a lot of those kind of users. Right. And they may look at some of those, just putting the tenant's hat on, if you have a building that's 36 feet clear, you got to heat that building. Like, wouldn't that cost a lot just in terms of heating that structure? Yeah. If you are a company that doesn't actually need that, then you do look up and say, oh, what's this actually going right. to cost me? Because so you do, you got to circulate the air. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, thank you. I think we've given our listeners a little taste of sort of the historic side of ceiling heights and why we are seeing ceiling heights mm-hmm. increase over the last number of years, right? So hopefully that gives some feedback for our listeners. Yeah, it was a great question. We always welcome people to reach out. We love feedback and let us know anything you'd like us to cover in future episodes. Well, thanks everyone. Just a note, we wanted to wish everybody a very happy and safe holiday season. Lorraine and I are gearing up to take a little bit of a break over the holidays from the Leasing Out Loud podcast, but we'll be coming at you in the new year with some more content and new episodes ready to stream. Yes, we'll be back fresh. And until then, hope everybody enjoys some rest and relaxation with their families and in whatever way that works out for you this year. Take care, everybody, and we'll see you back in 2021. Thanks, everybody. Oh, oh, oh.